And we're live. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 I love the enthusiasm. <laughs> I'm, I love the energy you're bringing. It, yeah, I got to have energy because, man, I got a busy weekend. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I mean, feel free to use this pl- our, our platform to plug your, your little thing, man. All right. Tomorrow, uh, starting at 1 p.m. Mountain Time, uh, it is the Runaway Guys Coliseum 2021. Three days of a lot of charity stream and a lot going on. I'm going to be there for one of the days, and uh, Rosa John's going to be there instead for the others. So, okay. nice. Nice. Right on. It, and sorry, did you say it's starting on Friday and that's so three mm-hmm. days? Okay. Friday at 1 p.m. Mountain Time, and then it goes till Sunday. It's going to be 12 hours each day. Nice. Well, good luck. It's, it's what's your uh, thing, like? But it, what's the fundraising goal? Uh, we're raising money for direct relief again this year, and I, th- our goal we've set is two hundred thousand US. Um, but we would love to shatter that because I think our record currently is two thirty five, two thirty two, somewhere like that. So you picked a goal under what you've passed before. Yeah, that just seems like no. You're, of course, you're going to break that goal. You got to like, you got to reach, man. You never know. You never know. Our goal last year was 150. Right on. Well, I'm, I bet you'll do it. I bet you'll break 300,000. That's my guess. Uh, I don't know if we're going to do that good, but I would not complain. Nice. Uh, sorry, Rosa has uh, put herself through a lot for this weekend to say the least. <laughs> Oh, okay. man. Well, mm-hmm. that's why I'm taking two days off. I'm out. Fuck all this shit. <laughs> uh, Paul, do you have any fun weekend plans? Dude, Resident Evil 8 comes out in 45 minutes. Don't talk to me as soon as this podcast <laughs> so this is over po- all week. <laughs> Don't talk it's to me. It's not even going to be of the podcast. And it's going to be 45 minutes. The podcast has to end. Yeah, you're just yeah. going to get up and walk out of the room. Well, no, I'm just going to turn the stream off. It's on his computer. He needs a computer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. True. Okay, that's true. Yep. Um, so what I'm hearing is this weekend, you both have some big ladies in your lives. Fuck yeah, dude. Holy shit. <laughs> Jesus that photo Christ, mode. Sean. Jesus Christ. I don't have a big lady in my life this weekend. I was trying to think if I could be part of the big Not lady yet. club. Not yet. If, if I'll, I'll try and find a way. Um, I don't know how I feel about this revelation. I don't, yeah, I can't, I can't make anything with that. Uh, (laughs) Tomorrow I will be fully vaccinated, which is pretty great. So I'm going to be going back to the gym for the first time in like seven months. And I'm very excited about that. So I'm also going to have a great weekend. Hey, Um, out up here, we are in another state of emergency and everything is closing. Yay! (laughs) Ah, the tables have turned. Yeah, I don't know what to say. That sucks. I was there, you know, six months ago, so I know exactly how you're feeling. Uh, heart goes out to everyone. But yeah, no, congrats. Alberta was the worst place in North America a few days ago, so you guys can wear that hat. I mean, it has been for years, if you ask me, but sure. Okay. Womp womp. Um, I'm not, I'm not going to start this podcast until we talk about the Mitchells versus the Machines. 
Oh, you mean the best movie of 2021 so far? Oh, yeah. Holy smokes. That movie was incredible. Yep. Um, That's one of the best movies I've seen in years. It's so good. For those who don't know, this like no name animated movie just dropped on Netflix last Friday called The Mitchells versus the Machines. Uh, I was seeing some kind of early buzz on Rotten Tomatoes of it, which made me like, oh, I should watch that this weekend. Um, And it is so good. Like, it is hilarious. Mm -hmm. It looks fantastic. The art style alone is great. First off, it's by Sony Animation, which I feel like is one of those, like, not really praised animation studios. But if you look at kind of their pedigree, they really should be doing stuff Mm -hmm. like Into the Spider-Verse and cloudy with a chance of meatballs like a lot of animated movies i really like um and then it kept getting advertised as like from the creators of the lego movie and into the spider-verse because it's um christopher miller and phil lord uh it's but they're just producers on it so i was like how much did they actually do no you can tell their sensibility was like in on this movie for sure um and i'm a huge fan of those guys 21 Jump Street is hilarious. Again, Into the Spider-Verse is a classic as far as I'm concerned at this point. Um, But it just looks so good. It looks a lot like Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. I was getting kind of vibes of that movie the whole time. But then it has like a kind of like almost a Scott Pilgrim like aesthetic of like 2D animation being drawn on top of the stuff to add emphasis to a lot of stuff. And it looks so nice. Paul, tell me some of your favorite moments without spoiling it. Oh, dude, the the fucking part with the Furbies had us like rolling. The Furbies (laughs) is so good. Let the dark harvest begin (laughs) was such a fantastic line. And that is the most I'll say that's almost spoiling too much. But that fucking line, man. Holy shit. Um, Best use of a dog in a long time. The dog is great. Little just like a little gentleman. That was hilarious. Um, The mom at the end was very good um the two the two friendly robots i thought were super funny yeah that whole movie definitely is the whole like this humor has the chance of being the most annoying fucking obnoxious humor ever but it never crosses that line it's like perfectly done like weird meme humor it's so good yeah no and i feel like the perfect example of of what you're just kind of talking about is the monkey screaming joke I don't think I even remember what you're talking about. Where they have the right realistic now. monkey and they like put it on the dad's face. Oh. <laughs> which is such a weird joke. And like on paper, I mean, it's like this isn't this is an easy joke, but for some, but it got me like hard. It got me. Holy smokes. I honestly everything with those two robots you're talking about is kind of what I'm referring to. They had the chance to be the most annoying fucking thing, and they're like great. They're a great part of the movie. Yeah, they have a line at the end that I really liked. That kind of comes out of nowhere after like the big climax. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I know which part you're talking about. Um, Where the tone just like subtly changes for a moment. Yeah, exact part. It's super good. Uh, It's it's really fantastic. The lead uh, voice actress, uh, Abby Jacobson from. Oh, what was the what was her Comedy Central comedy? With Alana. Anyways, I like the lead Oh, this voice. was a one that I didn't see that people are like, you would like it. 
I think. Broad City. Broad City. That's the sitcom. Yeah. Uh, that's a great sitcom. Uh, so I like the lead, <laughs> lead boards actress. Um, it's just really good and it, it looks really good. And it's just I, the fact that it came out of nowhere is also doing it like a lot of favors. Like I'm, I'm feeling similar to how I felt about Into the Spider-Verse where it was like, OK, yeah, this looks good. But just like the sheer bar that that movie set coming out of nowhere it is just, you know, ascending it further. Now I'm in this mode where it's like I would love to purchase this movie, you know, for my yeah. shelf. But it's like a Netflix movie. Yeah. Is it ever going to have a physical version? I'm a big fan of the animated movie Klaus, also a Netflix movie. That's impossible to get physical. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm just here hoping that, you know, eight months from now, they make a physical version of this movie because I I really enjoy it and I wanted it to be on my shelf. But who knows? Um, Anyways. Yeah. Can't recommend it enough. The Mitchells versus the Machines on Netflix. Definitely go watch it. Um, but yeah, other yeah. than that, the season finale of invincible was great. Yes, it was good. I liked it quite a bit. I liked the, just the final ending area when he's chatting with the one dude. Uh, that was just fun. Yeah. Yep. Pretty I good. Can't wait for more of that for sure. All right. Well, there's your uh, movie minute. Hey, uh, let's do the podcast proper. This is the top down perspective for May 6th. I'm Sean Booker. Paul Fleck. John Wheeler. John, do you have anything to talk about? Nothing. Okay. Uh, well, I, yeah. So because of Coliseum, I haven't had anything to play. Other than Pacross, because Pacross S6 is out. Um. But on stream on Wednesday, the last normal stream I've done before Coliseum, uh, we finished up two games. So we finished up Toho Luna Nights and okay. Turnip Boy Commits Tax Evasion. I have oh, heard a lot about this second one. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, well, I prefer Luna Nights. <laughs> oh, okay. But but like Luna Nights is a Metro- is a really good Metroidvania that's like six hours long. Uh, ta- Turnip Boy Commits Tax Evasion is a three hour game. Uh, very memey, uh, mm. but definitely goes in directions to say the least. Uh, I did not expect where it ended. Essentially, I've heard the writing okay. is really good. Uh, there's some really good writing in there, and there's some cringy writing in there. Okay, but sure. I think the, okay. the cringing is done on purpose, so it's hard to get mad at it. <clears throat> but I, de- it, it was definitely a fun ride, is okay. what it was. Um. But you have to know, like, you're going to get into, like, there's, like, references all over it. Like, there's, like, just a bunch sure. of memes snuck in there. But, like, uh, I think the weakest part of the game, ironically, is the gameplay. Because uh, it's top-down Zelda style, <clears throat> but the combat feels slow. Okay. But there are boss fights, so uh, you do have to depend on the combat. But most of it is just exploration and just kind of taking in the world. And that part's great. Mm-hmm. Um. There's a uh, there's a dodge move which is you tripping and I didn't need to use it till the end of the game and by then I was like I why do I need to do this now suddenly uh, <laughs> but otherwise like the game like I liked the direction the game went there's a bunch of stuff that made me laugh there's some stuff that made me go like Ugh. but there's also a lot of stuff of like Jesus there's like a really dark understory to this that they're kind of hiding uh, hmm. it was fun it was actually pretty fun I can see why people were like talking so highly of it. Yeah, that one cool. just kind of came out of nowhere, and then all of a sudden, I like everyone was talking about it for a couple of days this last week. Um, yeah, I do want to try it out. 
has a great name. That is, yes. The name is great. That's a the really name good is name. Really good. Yeah. But you and, gotta like that Zelda top-down style of like, okay, I gotta go back to this area and got we got side quests and stuff like that. Right. Okay. Cool. But yeah. I, and, but yeah, I recommend Toho Luna, Toho Luna Nights for sure. All right, um, Paul. Why don't we talk about the new game that came out? New sure. Pokemon Snap. Sure. That is a game where you take pictures of Pokemon and you better like just looking at Pokemon for a while because that's what that is. It's fine. I'm really enjoying it. Um, how far into it are you or did you beat it? Oh, fuck no. I've okay. been playing everything. So Pokemon Snap is just like a nice relaxing thing. I don't care about the gameplay like really that much. It's just kind of a meandering like listening to a podcast and just kind of enjoying my time with it but like i'm in no rush to like beat it or anything okay well i just i know you and you play through games pretty quickly so i was assuming you probably this is one it. of those games that i just like p cross visit and relax with yeah like, you want to savor it you want to you got to swish it around the mouth a bit no i get it it's just that there's not much gameplay there really <laughs> I mean, it's Pokemon. Really it's, it. it's take picture of Pokemon. Yeah, yeah that that's the yeah point. exactly. And I don't yeah. want to. There's, sit a, re- there for there's six a reason the first game was that. basically an hour long. Right. Exactly. So yeah. To, so to like kind of compare it against the first one, uh, this one's much longer. I've been hearing around sure. 15 hours to beat the game, which okay. is crazy. But I guess uh, it makes yeah. sense because there's so many more Pokemon now. There, yeah. Well, it doesn't have all the Pokemon. That's for sure. I don't know the the exact list, but there's it's only like a selection of a few hundred out of the like 900 or whatever. Someone said 200 something. I don't remember. Yeah, the exact I think I've either. also heard two something as well. Um, yeah, I have not beaten it. I have four. Areas unlocked, I think. OK. And then within each area, there's two or three kind of sub areas. Right. Yeah. So and that's kind of one of that's another kind of one of the new things is so um, you'll go on one path and the paths themselves will level up based on how many or how well of, of pictures you've gotten from from that area. So each area has three levels to it and that'll change the path a little bit in terms of what Pokemon are doing and even kind of the time. So like, for example, the very first path, you'll see like a Bidoof dragging a stick. And then when you get to level sure. two of that path, you'll see the a Bidoof. Uh, building a dam and then on level three of that path you see the dam is complete and there's like a family of Bidoofs right inside it's very there. cute yeah so there's there's a bit of a like a, an element of time happening as well yeah so that kind of ch- mixes it up because you want to go back you want to be like what's new this time I want to upgrade my the level of my path or whatever which is fun there's also a night version of each of the paths and that has like a full three level Thing, so that's pretty great as well and then on top of that there are like diff like um not shortcuts but like uh detours you can take in each of the, not each of the paths a lot of the paths will have like oh would you rather take a left here instead of a right and you'll go on like the other side of the river so you can see different stuff that way as well um so i think the paths themselves that you're going on way better than the first game there's just so much more to it Um, sure yeah it is still on rails like it is it is the same formula as as pokemon snap um which makes sense i mean i'm not gonna i could see the argument of being like why don't you just let me walk around but 
I was I was expecting it to be on rails. I I would have been kind of weirded out if I had to walk around by myself. It, but yeah, yeah. I feel like if there had been like Pokemon Snap seems like the the, the game that would have that should have come out like once per generation uh, generation of console, right? Like almost like a Mario Kart. We should have gotten like one of these on each one. Almost, Almost like a tech every demo. Gen, but I agree there should have been one for the Wii. The Wii or Wii U should yeah. have had one. Yeah, the like Wii it's U, it's surprising sure. that we haven't had one. And I feel like if yeah. we did at this point, we would be walking around and it would no longer be on rails. Like that has Perhaps. to be the like eventual goal of this series, right? It just does it makes no sense not to. Um I do kind of at the for what for what it's worth, I do like kind of the on rails mechanic. Uh because you yeah, have to you fine. have to kind of just be on your shit and and, you know, you have one chance and then if not, you got to replay it again, yada, yada. So I, I, I'm not complaining about that one. Um, but I, I do agree. It's super chill. It's great just being in there and going around. The absolute best thing is when you get a new area and you're like, what am I going to find? Oh, hang on. I didn't yeah. realize if I was looking backwards behind this rock at the right time, there's a dude over there sleeping. That's great. And that's yeah. cool. And that's super fun. I think the second area is really great. The jungle, because you're like taking pictures of pokemon through the the branches and the vines and they're hidden all over the place um i will say though and and we just finished a photo game for tdp plus i think umarangi generation just has way better camera mechanics it's almost kind of weird to me (laughs) how bad the camera actually is in this and i'll give you a few examples of of things that are frustrating um Uh And and these a lot of these things are, are being accentuated because I actually got my girlfriend to play it and she's enjoying it, but she's she's running into a lot of these issues and as opposed to having kind of like the, you know, quote unquote, like gamer knowledge of, oh, I understand why the mechanics screwed up here and whatever. She's like, why this sh- this is just annoying. Why is this happening? So some of these examples, uh-huh. um, if you take a picture and there's like two Pokemon in there, it'll only yeah. count that as a picture of one of the Pokemon. It's and the one you highlight with and the it has to be the one you highlight. And the thing also doesn't yeah. switch between which one's highlighted very quickly. <laughs> right. Which yeah. can be super annoying. So you can miss a shot that you, way. Well, you can easily. miss the shot and you can also be like like I, I had an example of there's there's like a score bunny sleeping on a Torterra. Yeah. And I zoom in I'm, and I got the score bunny right there. But because I zoomed in on the Torterra first. So there's like a bit of the Torterra's shell. It's a it's a picture of a Torterra as far as the game oh, concerned. That's terrible. There is no score bunny there. Don't even ask me about if, if there's a score bunny there. It's like the and then bunny. it rates you terribly because it's like this is a bad Torterra picture. It's like, of course it is. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Uh, or other things like um I'll take a picture like through the branches at a random time. And it's like, oh, you know, I don't know what that was. And it's like, that's a three star photo of a spider. And it's like, what are you talking Wait, about? Where? You can't even see yeah. the spider. <laughs> but because technically you can. And at that moment, the spider was doing something. It's a three star yeah. photo of the spider. So that's the one that's going to show up in your book. And it's like, I don't. I didn't janky video game you, bullshit. Yeah. What are you sure. doing? That's not, and then a yeah. part of that, like the like having to focus. So if you're going really fast, if you don't give it like a second to kind of focus on which Pokemon you're taking a picture of and you just like zoom in, take a photo and get out. Yeah, it, it's far as the game's concerned. That is a picture of that Pokemon, but it does not count as a picture of that Pokemon, which sounds absurd, but it keeps happening with my girlfriend who is just taking like a ton of photos. She's just like she sees sure. a Pokemon running by and she just snaps, snap, 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 snap. So the game knows, yeah. oh, this is this is like a this is a Pikachu running by. But because you didn't focus 
on the Pikachu, it'll show up in the Pikachu menu, but grayed yeah. out. You cannot submit that as a photo of Pikachu. And that is the right. most absurd bullshit. Like, I don't even know what to say to her. Like that, that is, that is, ob- that is obscene. That is literally like, just like, no, no, no. Like, what, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing to me, Pokemon Snap? So it's got some weird quirks. Like, it, it is, it's got some super weird quirks. So, but I'm enjoying it. And if you can kind of work through it, I think it's a lot of fun and super chill. Yeah, um, it's a good chill game. 100%. Paul, what's your favorite Pokemon you've seen <clears throat> and what was it doing? Ugh. I hate that score bunny because there's a bunch of times before he's sleeping where you're talking. The score bunny he's talking about is on like the very first level, essentially. Um, and he's like just running around. And that motherfucker turns around every time I look at him when he's just like in the environment doing stuff. And I hate him. <laughs> okay. Um, man, the Bidoof's make, making like a little family in a home is extra, extremely cute. In the very yep. beginning. Yeah. I kind of like their weird like Lumina thing that the first time you like you encounter that it's almost like a weird boss fight where you're just like <laughs> that's a really cool a moment like it's just like wow this it's looks neat. this looks great i wish this console was more powerful <laughs> so this could look it's even very, better it's very cool looking with the exact same actually that's where i started running into the problem you're talking about where there's like that one specifically is you you don't get credit for taking picture until there's a Lumina event, which means that Pokemon has to be glowing and have glowy shit around it for it to count uh, for what you submit. And I got a whole bunch of real cool pictures that just don't exist, according to the game, because that Pokemon wasn't glowing for that second or yeah. something. And it's infuriating. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, it, that's it's, it's weird. Cool, like, and, and again, like, I can't help but compare it to Umarangi Generation. I played that like a week ago. Um, yeah. And nothing can tell when you take a picture of like, I don't know, the word cops five times. But Pokemon Snap cannot tell if you take a picture of a Grookey and a Pichu because it is just a Pichu. That's true. Or it is just that, a Grookey. Yeah. And it's like, what is going on here? Yeah, it's weird. It is, it's such a weird change from Umarangi for sure where that this is definitely more focused on you just like finding a Pokemon and taking a cute picture and kind of like making that picture the best it could be. And Umaragi was definitely not like this picture has to be amazing, but it will recognize what it, you're taking a picture of in the environment. And you can move yourself as well. So that like it was weird a little bit going back to on rails. It's like I played a game that basically does what you're doing now and I could move at my own pace throughout yeah. the whole environment. Also, there wasn't a whole lot going on in that environment for a lot of it. So I guess there's trade-offs. I don't know. Those for Pokemon sure. I mean, are pretty frisky. Yeah. Uh, I'm having fun. Like, I think it's, I, I said that, but I do think like if we get a next one, I like, I think the, the end goal has to be you're off rails. Maybe there's still a yeah. time limit. Like you need to make sure you're in this spot, you know, 30 seconds into it. Or you're not going to be able to see that event. Maybe you have like a, a four, like a five minute timer, and it's like you got to make sure you go to the right places at the right time, and then it's up to you to kind of find. I, it, you know what it should be? It should basically be like a Hitman level where there's going to be like, yeah, hey, if you of. weren't there to see this interaction happen, it's not going to happen. Redo again. it. Like you, you have to yeah. restart the mission. Like that's what it should yeah. be. Is it should be all these cool things happening like a Hitman mission, but instead of you going around and assassinating these Pokemon, you're just taking a picture of them or throwing an apple at them until they wake up. 
Yeah, you're just stealing their souls in your weird little spirit box. <laughs> yeah. How that works. Yeah. Uh, it's still fun beating them with apples. That's my last thing on it. It's so mean. I feel so bad sometimes. This <laughs> the, In the jungle stage, the little like flower Pokemon, I forget their name, but if you throw the apple at them, they faint. <laughs> and I feel so oh. bad. This highlighted how I know like no new Pokemon at all. I didn't realize there's a Pokemon that's literally just like a flower ring. Because when I saw it, I was like, what the fuck is this shit? It's like a floating ring of flowers. <laughs> There's a lot of them. That's for sure. Yeah. 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 Um, cool. Yeah. Good game. I like it. What else have you been playing? Uh, the only reason this is out on here is so I can officially say I finished Outriders. And uh, I'm probably not going to do the expeditions right now. There's too much other stuff. Like I finished the main campaign thing. What I don't want to go back and... It's like their version of replayability when you're done the story to just like go to a place and kill a bunch of shit for a time okay. like to get like a gold, silver, or bronze like timing. And then you can it's the way they you grind out loot. And I'm okay. probably not going to do that. Right. Just seems boring. Uh, that game got too long for me at some point. I was just like, I'm kind of sick of this, but I know I'm at the end. So let's just push through. Uh, mainly because everything is too spongy in that game at some point. I um I'm having a ton of fun with Outriders. I'm nearing the end, I'm sure. Um I'm in the, I'm in the camp of like I wish there was more of this cuz that's just I just really enjoy kind of the loop. I love finding the new loot and being like this these boots are 300 better than my old boots and that's great. And I love seeing the numbers go up. When I thought I was getting close to the end, there was still another like 10 stages. So I was like, oh, my God, this is it's it's a long game for sure. The thing Mm -hmm. we're running into, um, which makes which kind of makes it exciting. I really like the whole auto world tier system uh, because the game is always like a challenge. Yeah, 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 for sure. They send so many enemies at you like it is actually stupid. The number of enemies that they are putting on screen and that rush you. And it's like no single enemy or boss is actually that difficult. But you have to fight this boss while like, I kid you not, 20 things are shooting you from every point of the map that it just gets like insane. And, and it's it's like a fun, weird challenge that we have to keep overcoming. I'm having a lot of fun with that. So that's how it's fun. I'm playing it solo and it fucking sucks. Oh, that I game is that would be ridiculous because we're able to like revive each other and stuff. <clears throat> um, well, you I'm pretty sure it spawns more with uh another person with more people in it yeah and that's funner because my ability for my class a lot of my abilities are predicated on a lot of shit rushing me so like if there's like three things fighting me and a boss i'm fucked because i'm just not doing any damage or like healing enough and it's super slow whereas if a hundred things are fighting me i'm like super powered so like that's fun and i have another person to help me do damage because i'm more of a tanky class so like Every part about playing with another person is super fun. Every part about playing solo, which is how I experienced probably the last five hours of that game, is fucking garbage. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I'm exclusively playing at co-op, <laughs> and we have our game mode set to open. So every now and then, like, a random will join us. And I love that. I love just seeing, like, oh, which which abilities did you choose? You know, like, sure. what, what are you going to bring to this? Like, oh, you all, you're my class. You are also using the sword? Okay, cool. Oh, but you have the, like, <laughs> levitate one. I didn't pick that one. So I just, I'm, I'm enjoying that quite a bit. Sure. Um, other than that, I've been spending all my time in near replicant. Uh, I'm over halfway done that game. I am doing a hundred percent. 
So how's your gardening going? Those, those side quests are fucking terrible. <laughs> the side quests in that game are absolutely god awful. They're boring and they don't really have any cool things that are going in on in like the actual story of why you're doing them and they're a waste of time. I, but yeah, they make a number go up to a hundred. So I have to do them. Have I you started guess. the have you started the gardening? There is specifically one quest where I have to garden for a specific thing so I can garden for another specific thing. Yeah. And you, so that's going to take me the rest of my life. Real time that you're going to have to wait. I understand <laughs> the gardening is quite a quest. The gardening's terrible in that game. I did a little bit of, like, of it on my free time. I was like, oh, this is awful. Thank God I don't have to do this. And I got a quest where I have to do it for like probably 10 hours. Yeah. Have fun. <laughs> yeah. That game's uh, super cool. I definitely am glad that I played Automata first because I would not play through this fully without knowing that the story is going to do something interest like interesting shit. It took a while for the story to start doing some interesting shit, but ever since then it's been kind of rolling pretty steadily with that. And uh, yeah, so I'm halfway through, I guess, what would be considered the first time I have to play it, essentially. So I'm actually probably anywhere between 10 to 40% done, depending yeah. on how they do that stuff. Right. Yep. So who knows? But uh, yeah, 20 hours in, still liking it a decent amount. Uh, uh, so I've been it. playing uh, Pokemon Snap, uh, which yeah. I talked about. I also wrapped up Super Lucky's Tale. Um, I don't have a ton okay. to say of that. One thing I just thought was kind of mm-hmm. interesting. So I talked about new Super Lucky's Tale a few months ago. That one is better. If you're going to play one of the two, go play new Super Lucky's Tale. It's also newer. kind of makes sense. There's yeah. there's a bunch of free DLC for both of them. They're the same levels. Oh, okay. how weird. How weird is that? They just re- that is, so. Yeah. So what they did is they made Super Lucky's Tale. Then they made these two bonus packs of stages. They made new Super Lucky's Tale. Then they. Then they released those same bonus packs of stages again, but in the new engine, meaning like you have full camera controls and it looks better. Right. <laughs> Which I've just never seen uh. that before. So I was so I, I, I didn't play through them all because I was like, I've done this exact stage with better controls. Um, but I just thought that was odd and worth mentioning because what a weird thing. <clears throat> Super weird. Huh? Um, I've also been playing the new Apex uh season i bring this up because it's probably like the biggest season shift the game has had up to this point um specifically because they've added a new permanent game mode that is not battle royale to apex um so if anyone anyone was interested in trying out apex there's a whole new way you can play it now might be a really great time they've added a mode called arenas which is like counter-strike or uh, valorant in which you like purchase there's a buy round okay. before each uh, match and then it's three V three fighting. <clears throat> and you okay. even, you even have to like purchase the heroes like abilities and stuff and like their ultimates and stuff like that. So it's Valorant. So it's like it's, just it's like pretty Valorant. much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they've made specific maps for this and then they've taken chunks of the existing battle royale maps and sectioned them off for that. So there's like five stages. It, it rotates through. It's pretty fun. It's it's uh it's definitely yeah. unique and puts a twist on it. Uh I will say cool. though, the issue that the battle royale has where with one of your squad mates just decides to disconnect because they're tired of playing. Yeah. You're you 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 lose. You suck. 
you will have to yeah. you play out the rest of that match. You're going to get your ass kicked. It reminded me very much of like Siege, where if like if one team loses a person, they might as well just give up. Like they're not going to win. You, you can't win yeah. with like four against five. That's not going to happen. Uh, And that definitely less likely. Yeah, that has happened sure. like nine out of the ten matches I've had is either someone just like disconnects. So the character's just standing still or they just straight up like exit the match and the character's gone. And it's like, man, this sucks. <laughs> like, I wish there was a way I could just be like, can we just like throw in the towel? Like, I don't feel like fighting the uphill battle. It's like not. Is there happen. not a way to do that? Or is there not like a player has left? You can now leave safely without like affecting rank or something. So, you know, I actually haven't tried. I haven't seen anything where you can throw in the towel. I might be, you probably can just leave safely because I don't believe there is any kind of ranking to this mode at the moment. Okay. I'm assuming they will bring in ranked similar to how they brought in ranked for the battle royale. Sure. Yeah. Um, uh, so that's probably just coming like it's, it's new. They're kind of learning as well. So I'm assuming though there's those things are just going to be coming. But at the moment, it's a cool breath of fresh air that is, is frustrating because uh, people are bad. They're just bad. Sure. People are just are just not good. So, yeah. Uh, and I will just briefly talk about the new legend. She's really cool. Valkyrie. Um, she's got like a jet pack with like a missile barrage attack. So you can just like fly around the stage with her, which is crazy. And she's super fun to use. Um, cool. Uh, so, yeah, Apex is uh, still a good game as far as I'm concerned. The last game I've been playing is called East Shade. <clears throat> okay. This is a Game Pass title. got added a few months ago. It's a first-person exploration game, I guess. It's not exactly a walking simulator. There's more mechanics to that. But as far as how you kind of interact with the game, it's first-person. You're walking around this, like, island that you shipwrecked on. The island is full of anthropomorphized animals with like really great voice acting, I'll say, which is really nice. It's got nice music too. The game doesn't look particularly great. It kind of just looks like a really high resolution, like really up resed like 360 game. Everything's kind of like lower poly than you'd expect from a current gen title, but at least all the textures are pretty detailed. That's that's kind of okay. what you're going to be looking at. Uh, and then sure. you go up and it's like, hey, here's a person and they just happen to have a monkey for a face. Or they're like a bear person, yada, yada. And you're kind of just going around and it's a lot of like, hey, can you do this fetch quest for me? Can you trade these things as you you just kind of explore the, the world? Um, but then the one kind of unique mechanic is you're a painter. So if you craft uh, canvases, there's like a very simplified crafting system in this game. Um, <clears throat> you can take a you can make a painting of anything you look at. So a lot of people will be like, hey, I, I would love a painting of a chicken and you go find a chicken you just like you just basically it's basically like kind of Pokemon Snap. You're basically taking a picture of the chicken, but it happens to be you're making a painting of it and then you can bring the person the painting. Um, OK. And there's like some really minor puzzle solving or like oh, I need to find this person, this thing, yada, yada. There's a day night cycle. It's got just a kind of a really good sense of place. Uh, it's just really nice kind of being in this environment. It's a it's a chill, just kind of really nice game with some like fun characters, some some pretty decent writing. Um <coughs> You know, if you, if you like kind of the walk-in simulator type things, I think you should definitely check this one out. Get a couple hours in. Because um, uh, I think you'll enjoy it. Again, this is East Shade. 
That's a title that I'm going to forget that game completely. <laughs> <laughs> that Sorry, For some reason, that's not a title that sticks in my mind easily. East Shade. All right. John, you doing okay? No, John's no. not doing okay. No, no, I'm just choking. <laughs> choking on some water. Okay. <laughs> Ugh. That shit sucks. I hate doing yep. that. <laughs> Definitely muted myself on the call, but not in the recording, so that was smart. <laughs> okay. Well, wow. let's Have do some news, that, and I will <laughs> fix that, because it's right before the news segment. Um, pr- Kind of a big news section. Uh, we'll go through a few of the smaller things before oh, we get to everything happening with Epic, because Epic just kept bringing out the news. Oh um, my god, the epic news. Um, but before that, uh, I wanted to mention, and I, I bring this up because I think a couple weeks ago, uh, the concept of Double Fine's Amnesia Fortnite game jam came up. I don't remember the exact context why this came up. But anyways, um, two-player productions uh, who make some pr- pretty cool documentaries. Um, they made the... Uh, Penny Arcade one. They made the Penny Arcade stuff. They also made the one for Double Fines. What was uh, Broken Age? Yes. Yeah. That um, they made an Amnesia Fortnite documentary about covering the whole event from two years ago. So I just kind of public service announcement. That's probably I haven't watched it myself yet, but there's like a two hour movie you can watch if you want to see some behind the scenes game design kind of stuff from a very good documentary team. Again, that's Amnesia Fortnite, so definitely uh, check that out. <coughs> um, here's some weird news. We got a bunch of info on what's coming for The Division, which I'm surprised hasn't just been like killed off at this point. Yeah, um, this is weird. But we got a whole roadmap of Division-branded stuff coming. Um, yeah. First off is a free-to-play Division game called Heartland. Yes. Which, I mean, I'll give it a try. I'll see what the free-to-play nonsense is if I can get past it, but okay. That's kind of a big thing that's coming to consoles and PC. After that, there will be more Division 2 content. <clears throat> which, sure, I'll, I'm assuming it's another expansion. I'll probably dive back in for another expansion. I like that game. They're yeah. also going to be doing the Division Mobile. Right, yeah. Which I'll, you know, I'll give it a try. I don't know how much of that one I'll play, but sure Mm -hmm. there will then be and this is probably the most exciting one the division novel which sure okay followed by a netflix film called the division starring jake gyllenhaal and jessica yeah yeah this all just kind of makes sense it's tom clancy (laughs) it's a tom clancy thing like, I'm kind of surprised there already wasn't a book in a movie called The Division. <laughs> so, sure. sure. Yeah. 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 It's weird. I mean, some of this stuff I'll check out. Some of, I'm looking yeah. forward to more Division 2 content. I'm Again, I'm surprised they're doing anything with The Division at this point and not just being like, Division 3, here we go. But I guess that's what Heartland is, maybe? Yeah, I think probably. <clears throat> uh, anyways, so we'll... uh. See how that goes. If it's on Netflix, I'll, yes. maybe I'll watch it. It's on Netflix. Yeah, it's it's probably going to be super bad, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. I bet it'll be as good 
as that Amazon Prime show um, starring John Krasinski. Oh, okay. Which I can't remember the name what? of. Yeah, I'm is trying it to Jack remember Ryan or something like that. Or is that the was that the uh, Tom Cruise movie? No, Tom Cruise is Reacher. Jack Reacher. Jack. Jack I thought that was Jack Preacher. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's probably these probably all exist. <laughs> uh, so yeah, someone in the chat will uh, tell me. I'm sure. Um, all right, Nintendo announced Game Builder Garage. This looks cool. Yeah, I don't know what this is. I'm quickly skimming it now. This is a it's, I, yeah. Their answer to dreams or a little big planet. Essentially, it seems like a way to teach people basic programming through item, like through objects. Oh, okay. And nodes. So, like you know, it's like button can do move character. Button can do uh, jump. Uh, objects can be tall. Object can kill character. Stuff like that. Yeah, so I guess this is an this I is see. like an evolution of one of the Labo <coughs> games called Joy-Con yeah. Garage that was pretty oh, much yeah. this, but this is a oh, much okay. this is kind of like a more fully fledged thing. Um, I forgot about that. Yeah, so I mean this will be okay. great for, you know, young game developers who, you know, don't have the a PC game maker studio or something like that. It's going to be $30, so it's budget titled. Um which makes sense. I mean, Dreams was also budget titled. So yeah. I I can't really tell. Is this kind of like Dreams where that is, this seems more on the actual programming side where Dreams seemed more creative, right? Where it's just like you can just like push it together and it works. This From what I'm seeing in this video, it seems very much like actual learning logic and like how that shit works. Like Dreams has that, how, too. <coughs> I would say Dreams mm. has more think, yeah. since Dr- Dreams is not specific sure. to making games. Like you can just like make yeah. a nice scene Things. or you can you, know, you can just make anything almost really with Dreams. Whereas this is specific yeah. to making kind of some kind of interactive Little mini games or something. Thing. Yeah. Um, but Dreams does have like a, a, a programming side to it as well. You can get into it like that. It also reminds me remember, remember Microsoft's Project Spark. That was basically what oh, this yeah. is. Um, right yeah a lot you Hmm. know roblox so sure just makes sense (laughs) it feels like nintendo just coming late to the party at this point yeah but at least they they showed up but they might do it better right like nintendo has a some like really good design when they do jump in so we'll have to see it's true this isn't really something i'm probably not going to pick this up i'm not it's not really my thing um but i would i hope some cool things come out of this just like i'm excited to see the blog articles that get written about the people who do pick this up yeah i'm I'm excited to see like the one reporter who's like here's a twitter thread of cool things i found in here and then i can go through and look at some gifts um cool stuff came out of dreams as well but i again i was more like i just want to watch a streamer jump into dreams and search for the weirdest shit they can find yeah i'm with you um all right csgo will now let you pay a dollar a month to get game statistics Mm. i see yep there's going to be a monthly subscription fee to get your uh csgo 360 strats sorry stats um 
Yeah, as this thing says, there's been sites that have done this for years. Yep, and from what I understand, they do them better. So you can now pay for a less comprehensive look at your stats each month if you would like. Perfect. Um, Sounds like a lot of people are worried, though, that since now there's an official thing, they're going to close them. They might close these like third party ones that aren't official, that are better and free. I just thought uh, the free market, story. baby. <laughs> well, I could not imagine paying a dollar a month for stats. It, here's a question. Is there any game you guys would pay a dollar a month to know more stats about your playtime? Like your, yeah, your time with the game. No, there isn't. One I don't think game, there ever no. has been. If I could get a, if there was a site that tracked my stats for like every Pacross game, so I could see what my 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 average okay. time <laughs> and like my mistake ratio is, maybe. But that would have to require like every Pacross game. Sure. Yeah. What about okay? And this is separate. Would you pay for something to tell you if you've <coughs> done this Pacross puzzle before and in how many of the Pacross games Why are you not you letting this go? Or oh. I actually would because I would love to know that. Would you yeah, love to know yeah, that? Or do you want to just like that, head in that... the sand? Don't tell me because the truth is too unbearable. No, I have to know. It haunts me every day. Every time I do a Pacross puzzle, it haunts me. Every time I see a flower, <laughs> I'm like, have I done this flower? There's have gotta be... Just like before? law of averages, there's got to be like, I don't know if it's like a five by five or a ten by ten. Like, what is the most common Picross puzzle? You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. I would love to know that. We'll never yep, know that. A box. It's a box. No. It probably is a box. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Gamescom is going all digital this year, which seems like the right idea. Yep, makes is, sense. Uh, and Jeff Keeley is once again doing his opening night live presentation. It'll be on August 25th, which is a Wednesday. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. So look forward to that. All yes. right. Oh, there's one more piece of news that kind of sucks. Jason uh, Schreier this- doing his usual uh, reporting. Mm-hmm. Behind oh, the scenes. Okay. CD Projekt, uh, the director of Witcher 3, who I'm going to refer to as Conrad T, because there is absolutely no <laughs> way I can pronounce that. Tamaskowitz or something like Tam- that? Tamaskowitz. All yeah, right, there you go. Something like that. Conrad Tamaskowitz has left CD yeah. Projekt following allegations of workplace bullying. Uh, the investigation found him not guilty, but he quit and apologized to staff for all the bad blood I have caused. <coughs> it's weird. <laughs> yeah, this is a weird thing. It's a, yeah, that's a bummer. Um, <clears throat> I mean, I guess it's good that he's out of there. But uh, I guess weird situations going on with that e- company, even though it says that he didn't do anything, but whatever if they wanted him out that bad he couldn't have been healthy for them so i mean the, he's all he's apologizing for the bad blood so clearly he did something like clearly it wasn't great having him around so i don't who knows man all right let's talk about some epic uh stuff so as people know epic and apple are now in court 
In fact, they're in court every day for three weeks. Which sure. which was shocking when I heard that that's what's happening. So I wouldn't be surprised if for the next three weeks we kept getting little bits of behind the scenes looks like we are getting this week. Um, a lot of numbers are coming out on how much uh, Epic is paying for stuff and, and the deals they've been having. For example, to get Borderlands 3 as an exclusive cost them $115 million. Ooh. Um, that was one of the larger ones. They also, we got a release, an entire spreadsheet of a bunch of the free games, how much it cost them to get to like get those games, offer them up for free. We also have how many people redeemed them and then a breakdown of like, so how much did each of the, did it cost Epic per to player be, sure. to get that player basically? So you get some of the stuff like, I think the most expensive one was Celeste, um, which they paid $750,000 for. Uh, You know, the cost per player, it was about 12 bucks since a little over 62,000 people redeemed that one. It only netted them 2% new Epic users, essentially. Damn. (coughs) Yeah. Subnautica, (laughs) they paid $1.4 million for Subnautica. Yeah. All of these numbers here are are pretty cheap for the free ones. That 115 million for exclusivity on Borderlands 3, that's insane. Holy smokes. And then you wonder why like games would go for that. They're giving out so much money. Sure. Um So you can check out the whole uh spreadsheet online if you want to see some of the other games. They paid, you know, like 75,000 for whatever last day of June is. A million dollars for Mutant Year Zero. Man. Yeah, that... They kind of got fleeced on some of these, for sure. Their user acquisition cost is through the roof for how much they paid and how little they got because of it. One of the other statistics, I don't know if it's in this story, is that an extremely low percentage of the people who redeem these games actually buy something on Epic. Oh, for sure. So, they're really... I mean, it's weird, though, because all these games are like games a lot of us have owned already. It's like, so I'm not going to buy anything from Epic. (laughs) You're giving me a game I already own, but I'll take it, I guess. Yeah, I I wonder how many people are like that. I mean, I'm sure there's plenty of people who don't own a lot of these games. Like, of course, there's got to be. We're obviously in a unique scenario where we play a lot of games, so we are in a very unique scenario. Uh, regardless um the like the play here is they're just get trying to get people in the ecosystem and they're spending a lot of money to do it yeah um along those lines we got kind of the last three years of their revenue report sorry okay 2018 um they made 5.7 billion dollars 2019 4.2 billion last year they made 5.1 billion in 2018, so that 5.7, 97% of that revenue was from Fortnite. Makes sense, yeah. Yeah. Which is crazy to think that that, how much of the of the pie Fortnite is bringing in for them. Uh, in 2019, 88% of the $4.2 billion was from Fortnite. Yeah. Absolutely crazy. Holy smokes. 
Um, outside of revenue, we're getting some more like details and I don't even know how, why this stuff's coming up, but we're getting like email correspondence between Epic and other publishers and, and platform holders. Um, uh, this one, it was specifically dealing with how Epic got Sony to add, uh, cross platform play for Fortnite. And there's a whole back and forth of what like Epic was proposing. Like, Hey, guess what? Y- you can call all the shots. We'll just build the infrastructure. We'll present it like like Sony is the hero here. Like these are actual quotes that you guys are doing the best thing here, and it'll be great. It'll be great for you. Maybe we can even have some PlayStation Plus exclusivity going on. It'll be awesome. You guys will be, seem like heroes. Um, yep. And then you know the emails continue, and Sony was like, "No, we don't want to do cr- cross platform play. It is not." Um, it doesn't do anything for the here. Here's this. As you may know, many companies are exploring this idea and not a single one can explain how cross console play improves the PlayStation business. So that's such a shitty, like big business thing to say, like fucking Sony. Dude. I mean, it, yeah, the way I'm kind of looking at it is they know they're selling like the most consoles outside of Nintendo, which they it's they, literally what have you what have they done for us recently? Like, fuck you. Fucking Sony pieces of shit. Let me buy PlayStation 5, fuckers. God damn it. That part might not be their <laughs> fault. Yeah, no, that part's just the tech industry at large right now. The email correspondent doesn't reveal where the issue ultimately ended up, but a document entitled Cross-Platform Policy Requirements and Process from August 2019 reveals how Sony may now approach crossplay a cross-platform revenue share forcing publishers to pay Sony a royalty whenever platform, sorry, whenever PlayStation players contribute more than a certain percentage to the bottom line of a cross-platform game to offset the reduction in revenue. Sony is That's the so only gross. company that requires this so cross-platform playing, which is ridiculous. So yeah. in layman's terms, Sony's basically saying, Hey, if you're doing a cross-platform game and it's on PlayStation as well, if a significant portion of that is is happening, you owe us money because we're losing sales by letting you play with our players but not forcing them to be on our console. <coughs> yeah. It's uh, it's Sony being in a place of power and just like hanging on which Why do they always do this whenever they're in the lead? This is, well, like that's the point, led, right? This is what like, led to the PS3 being a disaster. I mean, and this leads to things why, like, Microsoft is doing all these crazy good plays for consumers because they need to try and catch up in any way they can. Sony yeah. doesn't have to do anything, and they're still the most sought after console, right? Yeah. <clears throat> but, and, I mean, in the long run, this doesn't paint Sony very well, but less than 1% of the people who are going to get own a PlayStation are going to even know about this. So who cares, right? Yeah, yeah, that's the bummer part about it. Totally. Um, we all, So last week we mentioned how Microsoft was switching their PC store uh, down to a 12% revenue split, 88% uh, from the 30. Some uh, more internal documents with Epic and Microsoft came up. Again, I don't know why this would come up <laughs> with for the Epic versus Apple case, but I'm just telling you the documents that are reaching twitter um microsoft um it was reported that it was also looking for a similar thing for the xbox 
digital store, not just the PC one. There has been an update to this story where Microsoft said we will not be updating the revenue split for console publishers. However, they did not specifically deny whether these they had these plans were wrong or had changed in any way. So, I mean, it could still happen and they just haven't announced it. We'll have to wait sure. to see. I wouldn't be surprised if they yeah. did it. It just makes sense. It's digital games. What, who cares what platform it's on? But, I mean, I'm not the one making all the money. True. And uh, that does it for the epic news stories this week. I'm sure we'll have more next week. Yep. <clears throat> Great. Um, I'm just going to read this tweet because it's pretty ridiculous. Walmart has been working on an unannounced game streaming service codenamed Project Storm. What? According to Verge sources, the launch has been put on hold due to the pandemic, and it is not clear whether this will turn into an actual commercial product. Never heard of this until just now. No. Yep. I... <laughs> okay. Got to get those Stadia bucks now that they're out in the open for anyone. Uh, there's, there's even like little infographics here infographic, of how it works. Origin Steam indie games. Um, and then, you know, preliminary beta user experience. Fortnite's on there. Of course it is. Yep. Um, Subscribe, buy, buy, bring your own game. BYOG. Yep. So maybe Walmart's going to shake up the cloud streaming game service in ways that Google could only dream of. Right. Project Storm. Fantastic. Look out for it. Um, Discord. We recently talked about them maybe teaming up with Microsoft or being bought by Microsoft. That ended up not happening. They're staying independent. It has now been announced that PlayStation is partnering with Discord. Um, sure. Beginning early 2022, which this sounds like a crazy early announcement for what is probably a pretty small <coughs> integration. And I don't know. I don't know what the integration is. We don't know exactly how this will shake out. If it'll just be like, I'm assuming it's going to be right now. Discord, you can tie Xbox Live into it and it'll show you what you're playing on Xbox Live and Discord. Don't believe you can do that with PlayStation at the moment. I'm assuming this is going to be more than that since PlayStation has been is actually investing funds into Discord. Has PlayStation ever had like a group or lobby system like Xbox has? Like the party system? Yes, it does. Yeah, it does. Yep. Does it work well with like the VoIP and shit? It's fine. It works about as well as fine. Xbox parties. They've had that at least since the PlayStation 4. I, I want to say on 3 as well. So they've had that for like as long as... The 360 had it. They definitely did at three because that's the one that I was just like, oh, the 360 has the thing I want to play with my friends. They didn't have party chat in the three. I could have sworn I've done that. No, they had like a way to send messages back and forth, but not like a live party chat that you could join games with and stuff like that. Okay. The so maybe four can't did. even send messages back and forth. Yeah, we don't talk about the Switch when it comes to online dealings. <laughs> but the Switch has that smartphone app, man. You can plug your headphones into your phone if you get the Splatoon splitter. And then you can hear you can hear the game. I don't even know yeah, how it works. That's really. how that's how we use Discord while playing on Switch. <laughs> yeah. Load up Discord on your phone and then just play your Switch game <laughs> with it. I would people. love if they built Discord into the PlayStation. Like, that would be great. Sure. Because right now, I was hoping if they I want to do like, that with Xbox, if I want to use like a discord chat while I'm on Xbox, I have to choose what I'm listening to. I can't listen to both audio at once. But if it was built into the system, that would be great. Um, sure. 
and teaming up with discord that's just smart like people people accept discord that would be great so good jump for uh sony i guess we'll see what happens in 2022 yeah fall guys for switch and xbox have been delayed but they will both support cross play okay that's the last story neat all right and with that let's do some questions if you would like to send a question in, it's topdownperspective at gmail.com, at TDP Podcast on Twitter, the Discord channel, or John's P.O. Box. All right, I have episode titles. So, Ooh. get ready, because uh, these go back... What Stretching. are we looking at? Getting ready. <laughs> okay, these go back to January. Have we had any this year? That doesn't seem right. I thought right. we had... <laughs> When they sent them in, they did say it's been a while. I don't exactly remember how long it's been. Um, like, have we had them since the like Game of the Year show? Ago. I mean, it's pandemic uh, time. I can't tell you much about how long ago things were. Fair. That's entirely fair. Okay. Um, well, starting at the top here, I have January 28th, 2021. I have your mom's number. I don't know. I have no idea what this is. I'm no pretty idea. sure that was said to me. Okay. I'm pretty sure it was said to me, and Sean said it, but I don't okay, remember I'm gonna why. Say, I don't think I would say that, because I do not have your mom's number. I know you don't have my mom's number, but we were talking about something where you said, I have your mom's number. I don't remember what the fuck it was. I don't were know. Were we talking about your mom? Because I don't think that was the case. I don't no, remember. No, we were talking, talking about it. something. I, we were talking about something where I wouldn't tell my parents. And it was like, well, I have your mom's number. Okay. Something. Okay. I think it's something like that. Maybe. I Why don't remember. Wildly so. off. Yeah, let's, what's the answer, Paul? Answer is guest Tony Wilson received a message to tell John he was the best. The host deduced this was John's mom. Tony said that he has John's mom's number and threatened to release it unless he guests on the show. Uh, I don't, okay. I don't I remember that at all. I, yeah. But okay, I do. I do now. I can, I can picture it. <laughs> I remember Tony being on the show. Yeah, that's that's as far as I man. It has been a while since we got these. I guess. Yeah. All right. Well, there's gonna be a lot of enough. wrong guesses then. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, February fourth. Only serious questions. Only serious question or questions? Questions. Plural. I'm assuming I said something like we're only going to answer serious questions or we just finished a extraordinarily silly one. And I was this wasn't this wasn't when we pitched the idea of the 2009 game of the year, was it? No, because this was months in advance. Hmm. Uh, Hmm. I don't remember. I don't remember, but I think I said this in some way. Yeah, I agree. Probably. Um, Okay, we're not even close, so I'm just going to read it. Sean tries transitioning from news of the passing of Bethesda's founder into questions. He asks that you put a wacky put wacky in the subject line to be deleted since this show is about serious questions. (laughs) What? (laughs) okay i don't remember this at all but i can see it either yeah (laughs) well i I did get the part where i had said it because that like i said it sounded a little familiar sure 
Uh, February 11th. 30 exclamation points. This is starting to ring a bell. Like, this is on the top of my tongue, I think. This sounds super familiar. This sounds like something I said, but what? 30 exclamation points. The only thing coming to mind is... is I was like reading a question and then I said something like, and then they have like 30 exclamation points here. Yeah. Something had, I thought it was a news piece okay. that had 30 exclamation points <clears throat> written in it. Oh no, wait, that yeah. might be right. I'm, I'm starting to think of like a game title might, might have a lot of exclamation points. Could yeah, be. What the, would it, what the hell would it have been? 30 exclamation points. What was really exciting in February? <laughs> oh my God. I don't know what's the answer. Okay, yeah, let's see. The answer is talking about the wild ransom notes CG Project Red received and showed right. to the public. <laughs> okay. Oh my god. Wow, we weren't even close. No. But well, kind of close, but not really. Uh February 18th. I'm trying to run a show here. Trying to run a show here. This is Sean. This has it's to be Sean. Sean. It doesn't it's sound familiar to me, though. Like, I, I I don't doubt it, but it doesn't sound familiar. I don't have any idea at all. There could be so many things that would make you exclaim that that I don't actually even know. Okay. Sean frustrated about a website's coverage of the Nintendo Direct not being in chronological order. Oh, okay. All right. So that'd oh be the Kotaku God. thing about it's usually Kotaku. <laughs> yeah, Kotaku. Yeah. yeah. We're never going to get this one. February 25th. The title is cool. <laughs> also, there's three lines of text blacked out. <laughs> Wait, is that more or so, less than usual? That's that's pretty less <laughs> or pretty much more. Oh, okay. There's usually one line. The context okay. is like Sean said this here or whatever. Got it. Okay. Yeah. This is like have, a story or well, something. I have, <laughs> I have no idea. Like, how, how am I going to get this? Absolutely no idea. No fucking clue. Oh my god! There was no way I was going to get. Well, maybe John would have. I wouldn't have got this. What? After Paul disconnected and John had to leave, Sean ended up having to end the podcast. He asked everyone what their game of the week was, and after some silence, said this. <laughs> right, I all disconnected. Got I got stomach sick and had to leave. And now I remember, but I was <laughs> streaming it, so Sean was just like, "I don't know how to stop the podcast." <laughs> and I guess I said, <laughs> "Cool, <on> here. okay." <laughs> <laughs> all right, <laughs> okay. That was a weird episode. Two of us literally weren't there for it. Yep, that was a weird episode. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> all right, um, March fourth. They should want me on their roads. Oh, I think I said this because I'm always saying this because California drivers are bad because they don't have to parallel mark when they're doing their test. They just have to back up for like 10 feet without touching the curb. And I'm a great driver. I just looked up. You have it 100 percent correct. Sean comparing the driving test he had to take, which included parallel parking uh, to those given in California, which does not. Yeah, he had it right on the money. Because really I tell everyone that. 
Time okay. of parallel parking all the time. <laughs> it's funny because he's like, I always say this, and he actually has said it multiple times. So, <laughs> uh, March 11th, we'll let you put it in anything. Ugh. <laughs> we'll let you uh, put it in anything. I think I know what this is. I want to see if you guys have a guess, though. I don't. Is this in relation to some character being put in every game? No, I think this is we were talking about like an edutainment game and I was like, what about a sex edutainment game? Um, oh. And you oh, could have that's even just, worse. I remember this conversation now. Yeah, I think this is this one. OK, context is when asked to make an edutainment game, John said he'd make biology VR game. Sean went after dark to suggest sex ed game with his motto slash TDP guarantee. <laughs> TDP guarantee. <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> don't forget the TDP guarantee. Say it with me, everyone. You can put it in. What's, we, we'll let you put it in anything. You can put it in anything. Make sure patreon.com slash shop down perspective. Oh, Make sure. <laughs> yeah, let's throw that in. Uh, okay, this isn't actually completely done because this ends at march 18th it doesn't come up to current day so fine march 18th i hope she actually gets to make a video game this is about jade raymond yep 100 yeah yeah this is stadia closing and uh the fact that every time she seems to try to work on a project she gets shunned somehow out of the industry uh jade raymond came out with a new studio and you all wish things go better this time yeah Okay. It's, like, it's called like Haven Studio or something. And I think I read recently that a bunch of the um a bunch more of like the higher up stadia people have just left and are joining that team as well, which makes sense. Yep. All right. Uh thank you for writing those in. Appreciate it. Who sent those in again? VGC Kenny. That's what I thought. They also sent in this question. Would you okay. want Nintendo to release a localized version of Mother 3 as is, or would you want Nintendo to remake Mother 3 and release that in all regions? And which option is more likely? Uh, localized Wait. is more likely. Is more likely, yeah. Okay, but this... I mean, I just want it in English. I don't care how it's given to me. <laughs> I want an easy way to play it that is in English. I think I... I almost think they would just remake it. Probably. I think that's <clears> more likely. I don't know. I feel like that's so much more work. Like even Earthbound Zero, when that came out, it was just the translation that was going around already just put on like an emulator on the Wii U. I don't see. Them yeah, doing- I guess. Yeah, I could see that. I could also see them doing just like a collection. Like, here's all of them. Yeah, that. Yeah, I could see that. That would be. Cool. I could see that. They already did that on the Game Boy Advance with Mother 1 and 2. So. Yeah, do the do the trilogy or whatever. Yeah. Uh, Hebrew Lantern writes in and says, Would you rather be the best player on the worst team, the worst player on the best team, or the most mediocre player on the most mediocre team? Hmm. Uh... Worst on best because the only time, on the best, only way you ever get good. better. Yeah, the only time you ever get better is when you surround yourself with people that are better than you. 
I think that would that's true too. <clears throat> I, th- I think that's yeah. That last one though, I think would be very fun. Being yeah, mediocre on mediocre. Yeah, I mean at you that point, the, I don't want to think... be the Mario of the of the competitive game. I guess so. I'm just thinking like you're n- no one's going to be really trying to win at that point. So we're all just going to like kind of goof around and just have fun with it because we know what we know who we are. Like we know how this is going to end. Yeah, up. sure. That's true. Yeah, if you just want fun, it's probably it's totally that you just play for the love of it. You don't have to worry about being better or being the best or whatever, for sure. <clears throat> Dedinsky writes in the TDP version of what would you do for a Klondike bar is what would you do for a Cross game? So what would you do for a Cross game? Wait four months. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I guess pay the kind of extravagant amount of money for what you actually get in a video game. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing is like, how much would you pay to guarantee the next Picross game comes out like next week? Oh, I'm too behind. Do I don't week. need that shit right now. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess. Okay. So to put it, to make it better for you, for whatever the hypothetical scenario is, this is the end of Pacross. They've run out of puzzles. They've never repeated a puzzle, surprisingly, and they've run out of <laughs> mathematically. They have run out of combinations. I mean, tech, it has to happen sooner or later. Yeah, it, sure. It just does. Unless they uh-huh. keep making it wider and wider. But in this scenario, there's a limit. Um, OK, so now what would how much would you pay for one more? Somehow they're going to invent numbers or something. <laughs> Oh, 20 bucks. That's about what they go for, right? Yeah, 15, 20 bucks is what they usually range. Yeah. In. Oh, man. See, yeah. I think I would I'm trying. I would I wouldn't do it for Pacross, but thinking of them like somehow resurrecting one of these when I thought it was a lost cause, I'd pay way more than 20 bucks. I mean, you could extrapolate this. This is basically how much would you pay for a sequel to your favorite video game? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And like. I think at that I think, point, I think the inherent problem with it being Pacross <laughs> is that uh, we get Pacross like every like five months at this point. So it'd be the equivalent of like, what would you pay for to get one last Madden game? Or like something right. like, like a game I that mean, already comes out pretty often. I mean, to be fair, Klondike bars are not hard to come by, but that's still. Yeah, people will do anything fair. for a Klondike bar in this dream scenario. I think I would pay. A sequel to my favorite game i might pay up to like if if i could somehow guarantee that it is exactly what i want in that sequel okay i don't know two hundred dollars 250 maybe you know 200 is not like a crazy amount in my mind if i knew it was like a thing that wouldn't exist that i want 100 percent come out um yeah i don't know man i get I kind of like I love Picross games. I kind of wouldn't care if they stopped coming out forever. Like I just kind of don't care. I would just probably replay some of the old ones. I'm sure I again redoing the puzzles. I'd probably yeah. You're have playing the same, the same puzzle every puzzle. three months. So what does it matter? Yeah, if you just yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's more a meditative game thing too than it's like I need the new one for me. So okay, I, well I then I mean, care. well then so ignore the Picross thing. How much would you spend yeah. for a sequel to your favorite game? YouTube. Yeah, 
200 was like the thought in my mind instantly that I was like, I think I could justify that in my head and be okay with it. Yeah, I think I'm, I think I'm pulling this one 200. Yeah, I, yeah. I landed I landed two 250 because 300 is like console prices and I can't think of yeah, like ever buying I a console do. for one game. So 200 is like extravagant collector's edition price. So at least like there's yeah. precedent. Exactly. Yep. Yep. Uh, is it me now? Yes. Yeah. So. Rasterman 7. Name a video game quote that gives away the game without saying the title. For example, oh, you were almost a gel sandwich. Yeah. Okay. There's an example. The example they sent in was none of this is good vector. That's why it's called war. <laughs> Which I don't know what that's what from. it. What Sonic is a man? Forces. A m- miserable okay. pirate. Little of secrets. Yeah. Um, war. War has changed or war never changes. Boy. Boy. <laughs> Boy. Yeah. What's the what's the heavy rain one? Jason. Sure. Jason. Yeah, yeah. Jason. I had Sean in my head for some reason. Sean is the other kid, and oh, okay. you also okay. scream his name at one yeah. point. That's the end of but the it's game. But it's it's less funny. It's oh, more yeah. scary. And no, no, I definitely was Sean. A- <laughs> he drags it out. Yeah. All your base are belong to us. Yeah. Yep. That's a good one. Line piece. That's and not a quote from a just game, the but. word cake. Yeah. Yeah. Are you still there? Yeah, I'm trying to think of like quotes that aren't just like <clears throat> super like memed up at this point. Now, now uh, the easy ones are just going to head. Get over here. Yeah, yeah get over it's, here. It's really hard with not having the memed up ones. <laughs> any sound from Street Fighter, basically. Sure. Suffer like G did. Yep, suffer like G did. It's a good one. It's almost because of it's just because of memes at this point. So whatever becomes it a really meme is makes it memorable. Yep. Okay. All right. Uh, next up from Rinku five eight eight. You've been given the challenge to watch one movie for the next twenty four hours to win a million dollars. However, here's the catch: director's cuts can count along with the theatrical cut. Besides Lord of the Rings, which movie do you pick? Wait, doesn't that make it easier? Well, if it's something as long as Lord of the Rings, it definitely does. Well, but he, I mean, by letting you're us, only watching it the movie like four times and then you're at 24 hours. Well, I just mean, like, regardless of what the movie is, if you're also letting us watch director's cuts, that's that's kind of like a separate. It's almost a different thing now. I have something else to focus on. But there's not that many movies that have director's cuts like that. Oh, sorry. I was thinking of director's commentaries. Yeah, you're thinking director's commentary. Director's mm. cuts is just okay, like... Okay, but I mean, oh, you don't have like, to pick yeah, a movie footage. with a director's cut, right? Yeah. Okay. There's so many movies I could think of that I would watch. I think this would be... I don't think this would be that hard. For a million dollars? Like, I I can probably watch the first Avengers for 24 hours. and I, That'd be okay. I've definitely watched RoboCop, like, five times in a row. <laughs> so that's sure. not... Wait, you've yeah, actually like, done that? Like, I just left it on in the background and went and did other stuff. And then I was like, that scene's coming up. Fuck yeah. Just, you know, just stuff like that. <laughs> okay. I remember one time I built a desk when I just left Robocop on. And Robocop, I believe, is exactly two hours. So I was like, okay, it took me a Robocop and a half to build this desk. Okay. 
Do you remember when Nathan went and saw Rise of the Planet of the Apes like two dozen times? <laughs> yes. <laughs> In like one week. <laughs> it was crazy. crazy. Like that. It, know, that was so it was weird. crazy. <laughs> he, he, would, he would come in the next day and he'd be like, oh, yeah, I saw it again. This time I was just focusing on like the eyes. I just watched everyone's eyes the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Paul, what movie would you watch for 24 hours? Man. I didn't hate the idea of like an Avengers film, probably like watch Infinity War again or the first one or something. Like, what is that? Six times or no, more like 10 times, I guess. Yeah, way more. <laughs> yeah, I'd probably do that. It sucks because Lord of the Rings is like the easy answers. Like, I would totally watch that like four times. <laughs> the director's kind of that. But are you can you only watch one of the three, though? <clears throat> yes. <laughs> that would you just can be only like one annoying. watch movie. Like, you can't watch the whole thing. You just got to watch like the first third over and over again. <laughs> What's like one of the what's a really long movie? Like extremely long. I mean, Lord of the Rings is definitely up there. Yeah. Isn't Titanic's pretty long? Yeah, I don't think I could watch that 10 <laughs> Justice times. League, the Snyder Cut is like four hours. <laughs> oh my god, that might be the answer. You're gonna watch that six <laughs> times in a row? Uh, I don't know, man. Can you like sleep at any point? Like, if you take a nap, does it just fuck everything over? Yeah, I don't Do you think you have you're to, to like... sleep. That's not fair. Because then, because then that'd be too easy. You could just like take nap breaks. That's too easy. Honestly, for a yeah. million dollars, like I'll watch a bad movie for twenty four hours in a row. It should be like the question should be if you had to, because you'll get killed. What movie will you watch for twenty four <laughs> hours? Fuck. <laughs> Maybe like a. Yeah, it's probably like just a dumb, easy to watch, like Marvel Avengers type thing, probably. All right, John, you want to read this last one? Oh, or did it. Wait, whose turn is it? It's John's, right? No, that was mine. I just read. So. So it's mine. Oh, it's mine. No. OK. Rinku, you've been. Oh, no, that's where we are. Suku Suku. Last question of the night. What's your biggest? It's not a phase, mom. That did turn out to be just a phase. I don't don't think I actually ever said that line. Yeah, I I, I'm not against them, but like I don't want or care about tattoos at all. And like there was a time where I was just like, I'll probably get one and like thought about it. But like that's completely changed and I don't feel like I ever need to get one. Okay. I know I had a phase where I was just listening to Japanese music. I was really into J-rock and J-pop. It doesn't surprise uh, me. I'm actually surprised to hear that that phase has ended. Because that would not surprise me. I mean, me I'll if still, still I'll still that. listen to it, but I I just branched out to other stuff, and I just kind of went on the back burner. Like I'll like I'll I'll go through my iPod, and it's just like, oh, here's the pillows. I love that band. I'll listen to them again. Sure, why not? But like, I'll go years without just listening to them. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yep. I definitely probably like went through like a short and this again, I like I, 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 this wasn't like an argument with my mom, but I definitely had a phase where I was like, I'm going to burn four anime theme songs on this CD to listen to. <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. And you can definitely Same tell thing. my age because I was burning a CD. So. Sure. Yeah. Um. Okay. Uh, next question or part of the question or whatever. You were on Skype minding your own business, as you always do. Of course, always on Skype. You know me. Yeah. When out of the blue, you're pulled into a nexus. You're greeted by a smattering of people equally confused as to what happened. It has begun. The fights over the names Paul Flack, Sean Booker and Jonathan Wheeler. Do you think you'll win your name fight? If not, which name would you switch to afterwards? What does this even mean? Does this have anything to do what? with like the Josh fight that had? Yeah, it is. It's based off the Josh fight, except specifically, it's all people in the world that are named like Paul Fleck, Sean Booker. Has the, your full name? Okay. I feel I get the short end of the straw here because my name's pretty damn generic versus you two. So I feel like I'm gonna have to fight the most people here. Mm, I don't know. Yeah. Your fir- your first name is pretty common, but I've never heard of Wheeler somewhere else. I don't there know what this Josh fight Calgary. is. <laughs> I have no idea. Okay. Well, I mean, I don't know. I think I would do this. I think what is this Josh fight or whatever? Like, what is this? Is this a meme or something like? Well, did you not hear about the fight of Josh's? No. No. So um, someone made a Facebook group where they added a bunch of Josh's together and said, like, uh, hey, we all have the same name. We're going to have the fight over who gets to keep it. Meet at these coordinates. And then uh, this happened, like, I think two, three weeks ago. Yeah, it was just it was a big thing for charity. But like everyone that was in this, like, pool noodle fight was named josh so they all fought oh, for, the, for the honor of the name and then the winner was like a four-year-old yeah, named a little josh. kid named josh one yeah it happened it oh. was like <clears throat> it was somewhere north of me it was like ohio or something like that it happened mm-hmm. yeah it happened oh. um uh i would lose because i don't fucking care about my name who gives a fuck okay like, so what would you what would you change your name to then i don't know who cares call me whatever the fuck you want it doesn't matter to me all right nicholas all right thanks nicholas Pickles. Is no, that, that one's right? taken. <laughs> <laughs> well, then you have to fight him. Yeah, uh, I don't. Man, I, think I would, I would do love okay to talk to that guy. I, not that I've been in a fight. Uh, if I should change my name, you know, for a while I really liked the name mm. Kyle. Then I met a guy named Kyle who was a complete <laughs> asshole. Ooh, that's yeah. the worst. You, you, you like a name and then you're like, no, I hate he this. Ruined, yep. He ruined the name Kyle for me. Totally. Uh, so yep. I don't have a backup name at the moment. Backup name. <laughs> I am definitely not winning a fight. Let's. I might go real. Tim. Maybe I'll just be Tim. Tim something. Okay. Um, I have cool. no idea what I would change my name to. I, let's just go Proton, I guess. Let's just keep the username Don't safe. Do that. that way, what? I can still say one part no, of my. No, you have to. You have to associate with real people in the real world. Don't go as Proton. I mean, people will just call him PJ or something in the real yeah, world. You could change exactly. Could okay, PJ. Change it. Yeah. I mean, you can uh, just there's go- another. Okay. Mm-hmm. Go, go oh, ahead. Sorry. Go. There's another part of the question here that I just didn't read because it didn't seem to make sense for all of us. But John specifically, will you get revenge on the guy who almost ruined your life? Uh, one can hope, but maybe he's been in a previous fight and has already changed his name. We do not know. Oh, this is the Twitter thing, right? No, no. This is, oh, this is, this is the another? guy who almost got me kicked out of university by accident. 
Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't think I remember so, or know this. So when I when I originally moved up to Alberta to come to the University of Calgary, <clears throat> uh, my my guidance counselor sent off all my information and everything. Like the the Newfoundland government sent it to Alberta. And yeah. then I got a letter while I was living in Fort McMurray with my family uh, saying that I had been rejected because I never sent in my grades. And I was oh. confused. I'm like, no, there's no way. So we checked with the guidance counselor. He said he sent it. We checked with the Newfoundland government. They said they sent it. And then we found out uh, my exact age, my graduated in the exact same year. Uh, another person named Jonathan Wheeler from a town like two, three towns over. No uh, way. Wow. Also graduated <laughs> and went to the U of A instead of the U of C. Okay. Different cities so, for those who don't know. Yeah. 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 But still the same province. Yeah. So uh, as a result, they only sent his <clears throat> grades and not mine. So I almost didn't get into university because of this random person with my exact same name. Wow, man. Fucking weird. I know. Really <laughs> fucking weird. Wow. Yeah, that's huh. weird. I'm curious if, if there's like a lot of like students coming out of the, the East Coast going all the way across Canada. I have to assume it's a low number. Yeah, Sp- especially because it was the same. It was the same name, same province, same year. It just, yeah. It's just a weird trio of coincidences. It's, it's such a small, low, like low population in your area as well. That's yeah. Yeah. That's going to do it for questions. If people would like to send in questions next week, it's topdownrespective at gmail.com at TDP podcast on Twitter, the discord channel or John's PO box. What is your game of the week? Tell me your nights. Uh, mine. I'm going to give it to Pokemon snap. Cool. Um, okay. And if you haven't listened to our Umarangi generation episode of TDP plus that's online now. So you can go check that out. And Shantae, the original Shantae won the poll so that will be may's game we'll be playing through that and talking about that that episode will be going live two weeks later than usual we have come to the conclusion of um yeah because of our schedules i'm going to be away blah 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 so you won't hear that one until early mid june but it will happen anyways we'll see you guys next week bye everybody see you at coliseum Yeah, good luck.